welcome to the Passion for Wrestling podcast. Let, let's come. It's uh, <laughs> another edition of the Passion for Wrestling podcast uh, by Manicus, and today joining me we've got Slug to the top left, we've got Sekots in the top right, and we've got Shock over to the right hand side. How are we doing, guys? How's it going? Good, mate. Good. Fantastic. Good. Yeah, I'm good. Man. Fantastic. Good, man. You're high energy, man. I gotta. I don't know if I can match your energy today. <laughs> <laughs> I had some for the last podcast. Apparently, I was too mellow, too mellow. So I'm just trying to bump it up a bit. And you never know. Oh. Towards the end, we might get a bit Doing a good job, shit. man. Who knows? Uh, oh wow. Yeah. I mean, I mean, one to start off is always the best thing. Because uh, you, you get in the mode then. No, 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 we don't want to give all the goods at the beginning, man. We've got to keep going that's the fair. That's fair. Right on. So, uh, bit of a busy week for WWE this week. Um, Very busy. Yes, there is. Got a few points we're going to have a chat about. Oh, oh, hold on a minute. Whoa. Seconds, what was that? You just... It's, uh, it's, uh, it, it, it's this, uh, I don't know if it's back. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> but it's, is, that, is that the you know, best um, ever passion for wrestling mug? What is <laughs> well, you know, it's a free advertisement and, you know, perfect time on a podcast. <laughs> well, you know, if you're a fan of Passion for Wrestling, I'd recommend you stay tuned because you never know, we might have a Passion for Wrestling mug come out in the near future. <laughs> but, who knows? Who knows where this thing can lead? Um, I reckon we need one with Eva on floating on the bottom. <laughs> An Eva doll floating around. <laughs> you leave yeah, it out yeah. <laughs> I think a t-shirt, a t-shirt of Slug's face, just to be sold. No, you guys, you guys leave her out. <laughs> that might, that might sell, but I was thinking, like, we'll get a t-shirt with Shaggy on it, with like it wasn't me, and then just like an Eva doll floating around. Oh, that that'd be good. That'd be really good. You guys seem to know a lot about this Eva Eva action figure. I didn't hear anything about. We're just assuming. Tell me about it, Slug. Yeah. Yeah, let's start that podcast you were talking about. <laughs> <laughs> so let's start off with Rich Swan. So he's been in the news today. Uh, breaking news: mm-hmm. he's uh, been arrested for battery and what was the technical term? Slug, you, you were more experienced with this one than I was. <laughs> <laughs> it's not kidnapping. It was, uh, no, it was. It was not uh, kidnapping. It was uh, false imprisonment. Actually, yeah, false imprisonment. <laughs> That's the <laughs> shockmaster. Shockmaster knows more. That's yeah, yeah. false imprisonment. Shockmaster was there. He was. He I was. was there. I was there. <laughs> I, I, I'm, in, I'm his missus. I, I'm the. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah. Shockmaster, I believe you have the details of the case, correct? Um, yes, indeed, I have read about it. Um, so the story goes that he was his missus was on the way back from her independent booking. Um, they were Rich One was critiquing her dive in a match. Um, the the discussion got quite heated, and she decided to, to leave the car. Um, Rich One did not like this uh, and uh, tracked her down and dragged her back to the car via a headlock. Um, uh, and as such, he has been arrested uh, for battery and false imprisonment. Um, and he has already been officially suspended from the WWE as well. Um, and mm. I, I think, as I think Slugs mentioned, they're, they're quite harsh terms that they've mentioned. So I uh, doubt we'll ever be seeing him again in the WWE ring. Yeah, well, clearly, 
she took a dive out of the car, and before the match got counted out, he tried to bring her back into the ring. Yeah, I mean, it was yeah. obviously a car match, and it just hasn't been explained to the people yet. So. The ref was only at eight. Okay. It was only a count of eight, completely. Count of eight. Rich Swan <laughs> could have taken the count out victory. He was a he's a man of much dignity, clearly, and he wanted to continue the match. Yeah. But no, in all seriousness, yeah, he's he's gone. Yeah. yeah. No Do you reckon? Uh, yeah, there, there's no way back from uh, from. Uh, I mean, like, like I said, even if um, even if they uh, even if the charges are dropped, which which in most cases they normally are because it's his wife. Um, you know, it was an altercation. She probably dropped the charges. Yeah. But the, the the you know the rep that WWE lives by is is kind of like whiter than white, and as such, that kind of uh, throws it out of the window a bit. I think okay. you just can't do that to yeah. girls. No, no, no. That obviously no. throws out his number one contenders match on Monday. Uh, Absolutely, yeah. Which is a shame. It is because he's I mean, been the... he's been really pushed as as far as two o five live guys go. I think you've got to put Rich One in the top kind of two or three that's oh, been yeah. pushed in the last uh, last kind of few months. Talented in quite a lot of the roster. He, yeah, he's very yeah, talented. A lot of charisma. Yeah, he, he has got a lot of charisma. He's got um, a good look. He's he's very athletic in the ring. Um, he's really grown on me to be honest since. Uh, since he's been on, they've really pushed him, and I have been enjoying his work. So it is a shame, yeah. um, but hopefully it gives someone like Cedric Alexander, who I think has been quite overlooked in 205 Live, and gives him a shot. Yeah, I'd agree. I, th- I don't think Cedric Alexander has been utilised as much as he could have been. Um, both quite popular stars in the indie scene. Uh, both yeah. Both of them have quite a lot of experience in the indie scene, and, and since they've come to 205 Live, it's kind of been a bit of a bottomed-out yeah. show. I think what's going to... I think what's going to hurt him the most is that WWE has to renew their TV deal coming up. And this isn't one of those things where they could just keep him off TV for a little bit and then hopefully bring him back. Like, the investors are going to be looking at this and think, like, why do you have this person who's accused of domestic violence still yeah. on your roster or whatever? Maybe not want to invest that second round of, you know, when that comes around for the sponsors. So it's, I mean, uh, it's really going to hurt him. I mean, I mean it's headline news. Like six, seven months away. Yeah, and it is it is headline news. I mean, I know he isn't exactly a top star or top name, but if you Google it, that it is is everywhere. It's on like yeah. newspaper, uh, Daily Mirror, which is a big tabloid newspaper in the UK, have picked yeah. up the story. Um, so yeah, and they actually, uh, I was reading that they've actually had to release the police report. The reason the details are out is because there was so there was so many. Um, major uh, tabloids ca- contacting the police for reports, mm. so they released the police report uh, public and, because and it's the still media. Early. Yeah, yeah, it only yeah. happened last night, I believe. It was just, it was last night it was picked. He was picked up. So yeah. So. Think, um, WWE are going to do it on Monday. I mean, they're obviously going to have to find a replacement for him in the number one contender. Where, where do you see that going? Honestly, Enzo. As much as he sucks in the ring or whatever, he's so good at cutting a promo. I honestly think that they're going to send him out there and have him just cut some kind of promo or whatever and get one of his guys involved in the match and uh, basically let him take care of it. He can save it, honestly. Yeah. He's uh, he's good enough on the mic to where he can basically draw the attention away from this, hopefully, and uh, people kind of forget about Rich Juan being in this match in the first place. Uh, I hopefully. think what... I think what you'll see is that they won't even mention it on TV. They will yeah. 
they will completely ignore that this this happened. That they will not. They they might make some kind of comment. Rich one cannot be in this match, but you will not see them mention anything about what's going on or the reason behind it. Um, I personally think that the safe option is Cedric Alexander. Um, I think that's that's the safe bet considering they've got what 24 hours notice to get a raw replacement. Um, I think you've got a few others, possibly like a Neville return, but but I can't see it in the in the 24 hour space of 24 hours. Don't see Neville going back to 205, if I'm perfectly honest. Um, that was yeah. one of the main reasons why he left in the first place, was the fact that he was, yep. in his, his opinion, um, you know... Going nowhere, really. Yeah. You know, I don't see him coming back, but I know we've spoken about it previously, but, you know, there's a bit of hype about Hideo Itami. We've had a couple of vignettes now of him going over to 205. Maybe this is his... Do you reckon he'll pull a plug yeah. and pull him in early? It, it, yeah. They won't... They won't do the. They won't put him in there and then put him right into a number one contenders match. I don't think. I mean, I think I think it's possible. I mean, the, the two hundred five live is lacking some name value. I mean, That's Enzo Amore right. walked in and got a title shot, didn't they? Yeah, I mean, um, yeah. from my uh, perspective, they need someone big, a big draw to kind of take away the focus on Rich Swan no longer being in the match. So Hideo would do that. He he would if he comes out. That's his baby. That kind of yeah, yeah, definitely. The you know the the crowd won't be focusing too much on Rich One at that point. They'll be focusing more about Hideo and you know his his eventual debut on Two Hundred Five. So I think it's perhaps a good yeah. opportunity yeah. for him. They could yeah. turn it into just a multiple person like Fatal Four Way. Honestly, do something like that. They could, but that's how they kind of got to where they are. Yeah, they, they, they had the two Fatal Four Ways. Um, hmm. So it was kind of like back. Yeah, it's WWE. You never know. Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I, I think he's. It's along a line. It's possibility they could just throw all of the guys that were in those fatal four ways into another qualifying match, yeah. and uh, and just go again, basically a do over. Yeah, um, could happen, but I mean, we'll we'll all find out come Monday. It's going to be indeed. Uh, I, I want to say interesting, but I don't find two hundred five interesting at all. So. You know, it's, I tell you it's, what, it's, last you know what? week it was alright. The fans were behind the match. If you watch it, the, the problem is completely the arenas. The, the, it is filmed after after a SmackDown. No one no one gives a damn. That's the problem. Mm-hmm. But the the quality of matches is still there in yeah. terms of a good match. It is two. If you look to two hundred five live versus NXT, the match quality is, is is similar. You know, everyone's raving about NXT matches, but two hundred five live put on good matches. The difference is. No one gives a damn. That's that's the problem. No matter what they do, I think I think the fatal four way the previous week on Raw actually got a this is awesome chant, which was uh, mm-hmm. you know, but the fans weren't still into the match. They literally were sat on their hands the whole match, and they stopped for one this is awesome chant, which which goes to show that no matter how much effort they put in, they're just not connecting with the crowd. I mean, to be fair, I think the yeah. only time I popped to two hundred five is when the entire two hundred five roster come out to attack Enzo. I think that's the only thing. Yeah, that was good. That was good, but do you know what the most annoying thing about that was? What, how, why are now half the roster in the Zoe train? Uh, literally, oh. they, they, they all attacked him, and then two weeks later, they're part of the Zoe train, and they respect him. Yeah. I just want to say, and it might be unpopular, but... I like the Zoe train. I like the <laughs> promos that they yeah. have. I think they're I, funny. Do you know what I think? I think to an extent, some of them, some of them need people in there. But but my one of the problems I've got is 
someone like Drew Gulak was starting to get over on his own with those PowerPoint presentations. He was Gulak. his character, and now he's on the Zoe train, even though half of his gimmick is no gimmicks. His whole gimmick is this thing about no one in 205 Live having a gimmick, and now he's following right. the dude that has the biggest gimmick. Yeah, I don't know. It makes me smile. It makes me laugh. The little video they put up on Instagram the other day on Enzo's, <laughs> that was that was outstanding. That was funny. Yeah, lightsaber, yeah, by himself brilliant. out there. Yeah. Dude, I seriously, I walk around saying Gabba Gulak all the time now because of that shit. It pisses me off. It's like stuck in my head. The problem is oh. the two hundred five roster being so small. It only takes two or three of them to be in a stable like the Zoe train, and that's half the roster. So it is half the roster. Yeah. That's the trouble that 205 has got. Yeah. Oh. It makes yeah, me it's... smile, though. <laughs> uh, oh, to be fair, it is damn sure interesting to watch Drew Gulak try and do Enzo's dance. Yeah. I mean, that that is literally tons of fun. Yeah. That just doesn't. That are never-ending fun watching on a. Loop. <laughs> <laughs> so, what, what do we think? Do we think? Do we think Gulak's gonna actually get the number one contenders on Monday, or do we think that some spontaneous new entrant's gonna get it? Hideo Itami, perhaps, or maybe. I, I reckon it'll be Hideo. I think whoever is the opponent, I don't think... I, Gulak versus Enzo doesn't work. They're, they're both heels. That will never work. But So I think whoever they choose to replace him wins, beats Gulak. I think Rich Swan would have beaten Gulak. I think it could work, but the only way it would work is if they come down to the ring and they stood opposite each other. Enzo hands him a wad of cash and then Gulak slides down and you know takes the pin. Um, uh, it could be a new finger poke of doom. Yeah, the finger, finger water of doom. It's not money. It's they're fun coupons. <laughs> Enzo gives them a haircut, and they, he comes down looking like Enzo. That would be horrific. <laughs> oh, he's a fantastic. Gulak's a fantastic in-ring wrestler, though. He's fantastic yeah. in-ring. And he's really, in terms of his mic work, he is probably the most improved 205 Live character yeah. in the year that it's been I'm, ongoing. Yeah, I'm over. I'm mm. over on him. Yeah, I'm saying that. Absolutely. Well, I mean, we're all over on Gulak, but at the end of the day, are we all over on 205 Live? Probably not. I don't, I don't think anyone is. Do you know what? They move More so than before. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Move, yeah. They need to move it. Move it to full sale. Move it to its own little... 100%. Just, just get, get it out of uh, that after SmackDown slot where no one yeah. gives a damn. It needs they should put atmosphere. it in the middle yeah. of SmackDown. That's well, my opinion. What I was going to say is they should integrate it into both Raw and SmackDown together. So, like, maybe an hour middle segment, perhaps, on each show. Mm-hmm. That, that's the 205 live time. And that is, you know... The I think they just need... Just, Take away a lot. Even if they live, why do, why do, Yeah, that's what I mean. Why does it have to be live? Make it pre-taped. Put it on. You can even. If, I reckon it would have a better atmosphere. Even if you put it before SmackDown. The issue is, is that it's the end of SmackDown. They've just watched the main event of SmackDown. They don't want to downgrade them to a 205 Live superstar. You know. You know what? I completely agree. Big athletic performances live. Like anything with a high spot in, they're gonna want live because they want the. You know, the immediate reaction, the immediate buzz for it to then go across social media. They love having things immediately happen. And that's the yeah. way of doing it is by doing it on live. But um, I see where you're coming from. I think perhaps they could have, they could put a bit more time into the storytelling of 205 if it was a pre-recorded show. Um, mm-hmm. Which might help with some of the storytelling. But 
you know, who knows where 205 goes. If I'm honest, I don't think 205 is going to be here in 12 months. I really don't. Really? really? I, would be I think, I think they're sticking out with the long haul. I think they'll stick it out for the long haul. If it's still here, I think it won't be the same 205 we see now. I think it'll be a very... Uh, no, and I hope that's true. That's fair. I hope, that's I hope fair. That. Um, yeah. but if, they should pull it on the network. That was my opinion. They've done a Cruiserweight Classic on the network. They should leave it on the network. So people have to just subscribe to get it. Yeah, but is that it is on the network. I mean, the Cruiserweight Classic was a bit of a draw. because Then uh, send down Finn Balor. long period of time where the WWE was showcasting the Cruiserweight talent yeah. um, in a very exclusive, exclusive tournament. Um, and now that's gone from exclusive tournament to weekly show and nobody gives a... I mean, but that's the, that's yeah. how it is because the truth is is that when you've got thirty two guys in a tournament, you're there to watch them wrestle. But when the, when you're watching them weekly, they need to have something behind it. They need to have a character. Yeah. But the tournament itself is the storyline. So none of these guys had any concept of a character going into the cruiserweight classic. They didn't need one. And now when you're on TV weekly, you need to give people a reason to you care. You need one. Yeah. 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 So, yeah I know what you mean. There's a lot of work to uh, I'd like to say that if someone like Triple H was involved in 205 Live, that it would be a very different show, but I'm not sure he'd be happy to get too involved in that, considering... Well, um, the, well one, another, just on the 205 Live point, is that um, so the, there's, they're doing three house shows on their own in January. Yeah. Um, all of them are being produced by Adam <laughs> Pearce. Yeah. Um, probably of ROH so it might be yeah. good to see if they give someone like that just full control over it and see where it goes Adam Pearce used to book a ROH I believe so you know there's kind of the good there's that side of it where he's got the Ring of Honor background really could inject the life into it that it needs um, yeah yeah. Know. I mean we'll have to see where it goes but you know there's a lot of promise in someone like that booking the show and, uh, we'll have to see where it goes yeah. Cool. Definitely. So, yep. I mean, um, you guys had a couple of things you wanted to talk about as well. Um, Shut the show here. What, what is it you wanted to talk about today? Um, I've totally forgotten. What was I talking about? <laughs> uh, I've woke, woke Matt, there you go. I was covering Woken Matt. So uh, we saw on Raw <laughs> that two hundred five live conversation went on for a while. Yeah. Um, so. Um, yeah, so Boyk uh, and Matt obviously made his debut on Raw, uh, and rumours are Vince McMahon loved it and has given Matt creative control, um, which, I, it's, if it's true, it's a shock. And I, I think it's limited. I think it's creative control to a limit. Um, but it, I think you saw the pop that Woke and Matt got. And the problem was is that Bray Wyatt wasn't getting booed he wasn't getting any reaction. And then Matt Hardy would come on screen and it would pop. And then he'd go off screen and it died. But Matt Hardy proved that, you know, what was it? It's been like 10 months since he's done Broken and and it was still over as hell. He's still as creative as hell and he's still damn good at that role. So, I mean, what's your thoughts on Mike and Matt? Uh, I think it's been a long time coming. Like you said, 10 months. The only My only gripe is that there was not a reason for him to be broken. All we done was lost to Bray. I feel like they needed to be something to break it. <laughs> yeah, I know, but I just feel like when it was him against Jeff, he went through the table. Do you know what I mean? There was like yeah. an impact for it to happen. It this time, it was just a loss to Bray. Yeah. yeah. 
I just feel like it's hard to take. It is. It's hard to take. (laughs) Not many people do that anymore. (laughs) I don't know. I I still think something should have been a bit more impactful. It was clean, though. Yeah, that's true. I think it would have been a good opportunity for a pay per view. But the, the promo was good, though. The promo the was good. good. Um, the promo was great. If I'm honest, whilst I was pleased with Hardy, I was a little bit disappointed with the overall promo. Really? Personally, I think the promo itself made... You know, like Bray was still Bray. He did everything he's done in every other promo. Yeah. But I think Matt doing Matt and just saying like all broken Matt is is saying absolutely random crap. Let's be completely yeah. honest. There's no real forefront in the thought process. Yeah. But yeah, it showed how bad Bray Wyatt's promo skills actually are. I mean, like in think- my opinion, it showed how much he just rambles on because I, I Matt Hardy Bray managed to outprogram him. Yeah, he's gonna he's gonna cut in a promo. The only problem is that he does ramble on so much that at this point I've been watching him for so long that my brain's just pre-programmed to when he starts cutting a promo, I just tune out. Yeah, I That's why nobody was yeah. even booing or anything as soon as he was talking. It's just like they're just like hypnotized. As soon as he starts talking, they just assume, all right, it's gonna be seven minutes of him talking about society and saying, man, yeah, and doing yeah. a bunch of other stuff. Oh, I agree. So. Yeah, he, I think, uh, like, but you, don't get me wrong, Bray does have the promo ability. The problem is, all of his promos now, y- you could probably do a, a, a montage of his promo since the moment he became Bray Wyatt, and you'd probably get the same exact promo the first time that you would do now. Like, yeah. It, there's not much has changed. Nothing has developed for Bray Wyatt since the start. I don't know That's where, fair. Where they're going to go with Bray now. I, mean, I, I, think, I think Bray's doomed, if I'm completely honest with you. What. I mean, he's lost to everyone. Well, he's going to be like the dark version of Dolph Ziggler. Enhancement talent. He won the WWE Championship from Randy Orton at the beginning of the year. And then lost it back to him in a terrible match. Oh, that was bad. But of all people to have beaten, it was Randy Orton. Yeah. Yeah. In the wrestling industry, to be fair. Like you know where performs like a wrestler, uh, just has yeah, great yeah. looks, and then all of a sudden you've got someone who You know where Bray would do the best at, I think. I just don't understand why they keep splitting up the Wyatt family. Like you they're not they're none of them are doing anything when they, they split up. They've what they've I think it's I think they split up twice now. And both times no one has gone on to anything better. Except Braun Strowman, arguably, but yeah. but the fact is the the original three what members of the Wyatt family have split up twice, and nothing has come for any of them. 
None, none of them have gone on to bigger and better things, except arguably Bray's title run. But then that's already gone. That you know that's now died down. I just don't see why you bring Harper going on to big things now because Harper's great. Harper, do you know in ring Harper is fantastic. The SmackDown Live tag division is awful, in my opinion, because once again, now once again, we're in another situation where we've got the New Day and the Usos in a tag team championship match. Yeah, they've got other other tags with them, but I mean, they are the top of the division. There's literally no one else unless it's a combined match like we've got a Clash of Champions. I think we're going to talk about that later. I don't know. I think Shelton and Chad are definitely viable contenders. Um, The Bludgeon Brothers... I still think it's early days for them in terms of where they are as a tag team. Because SmackDown has a much stronger tag team. American Beta. I just see them as a knockoff of American Alpha. I really do. American Beta. (laughs) <laughs> oh, I think that's racist. Is it just because Shelton Benjamin's replacement for Jason Jordan? <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Nothing to do with that. No. Yeah, but American Alpha were just a knockoff of the world's greatest tag tag team. So. Man makes a good point. Man makes a damn good point there. They're a knockoff of the Young Bucks? <laughs> no, yeah, the world's greatest. The uh, Shelton Benjamin and that. Charlie Haas. <laughs> Team Angle. Guess are the world's greatest. <laughs> I, I mean, are we just saying, are we just saying that if they put two uh, black and a white... I, I mean, if you want to say that, then... <laughs> <laughs> oh, I just want to say from earlier too that <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not having that. It's nothing to do I with me. I just want to add in a point from earlier that I think that Bray Wyatt would, I think Bray Wyatt would do best off in Lucha Underground. I said that a couple months ago. Well, I really I do believe. It. I, I just said it right now on camera, so now it's it's mine. I said it first. <laughs> it is. He is very over the top, and he would suit Lucha Underground. I just think. There is no way back now for me for Bray in in his character. Maybe yeah. get in a horror film. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah but uh, I mean, you can make more actually, money in the movies. So that actually brings up another good question, though. Is that so? They did. They tried the House of Horror match with Randy oh, Orton. And that was Dwight. bad. It was horrific. Matt, that it was that was obviously obviously a rip off of Broken Matt's. Um, uh, all of his matches that he was doing with Jeff. Will they allow them to do? Will they do it again? Will they go out of? Will Bray and Matt have a um, House of Horrors match? Yes. Uh, I, I reckon they will, but with Matt being in charge of creative, I think he'll have it the way he wants it, rather than the WWE way. Oh, and I also say this. Go ahead. I was just gonna say that even though Bray is known as kind of like a glorified jobber and loser in WWE, he does still have JoJo at the end. So he is a winner. Yeah, I mean, that is fair point. Winning! How far do we think Woken Hardy's creative control really goes? I mean, we're gonna find out. I think it goes no to the level of on on um, on screen. Like I I really don't think we're gonna see anything at the Hardy compound. I think I think it goes to Matt arrives in an arena and they let him tell them what he's gonna say in his promo. 
or he gives the idea what he's going to say in his promo. I don't think there's going to be any hardy compound or, or that kind of thing further outside. I think there of might the... be. You really think so? I think maybe. I think we might see the lake again. I think we might see the compound again. I think we might even see uh, some sick weed-whacking art displayed again. Bray, 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 Bray Wyatt goes into the, uh, the lake and comes out of Husky Harris. Husky. <laughs> I tell you what, do you know, do you know what could... comes out as Sister Abigail? <laughs> oh, yeah, don't. Yeah. Oh, no, I think he goes in, it comes out as Husky Harris in the oh, whole of the, the old NXT uh, <laughs> Nexus 2 come out. I, mean, I think what? we could see the Hardy compound again. I mean, we have seen on a number of occasions the Wyatt compound, so who's to say we won't see... So that's been burned oh, down except now. For, except for when Randy Orton burned it to the ground yeah. on yeah. national TV and the cops did nothing about it. The well, Andy burned down place. the uh, yeah. the shed. To be yeah. fair, but, but, I mean, we've seen the New Day go to the Wyatt compound. We've seen Randy go to the Wyatt compound. Oh yeah, they did. Um, it was quite. If I remember quite, uh, that House of Horrors match, the Hardy, co- the Wyatt compound was very close to the arena because it only took them about ten minutes to get in a car and yeah. going from the Wyatt compound to get to the arena. Very close. <laughs> It was convenient they were in that area. <laughs> and it was just like this secluded area that just happens to be very close to a uh, massive arena. Yeah. <laughs> my, my thoughts would be is like, if we've seen the Wyatt compound, we could see the Hardy compound again. And what if, just go with it, we see like a best of five or a best of seven between the two compounds. Oh. <laughs> You're getting nutty now, man. Best of seven series. <laughs> Best of seven series, the compound edition. Best of seven series, compound versus compound. (laughs) (laughs) Compound on a pole, man. Best of three. What will happen is what will happen is it will turn out that actually both compounds are right next to each other, and they'll have one match where they where they throw each other. You're my neighbor the whole time. Yeah, the other the other side of the lake. The other side of the lake is the Wyatt compound, and they throw into the lake and they pop out on the other side, and they're like, "Crap, you are my neighbor." (laughs) Yeah. Oh, you're there. Oh, and then and then they high five and go into a tag team. Solid. Do you know what I was about to say? To save um, Bray, what if Bray became broken and then stayed with Matt? Uh, Do you see it happening? I I can't see it Possible. It's 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 something that would was it drag out Bray a bit longer, but I can't see it happening. I don't see him being broken, but there's potential there, perhaps, Hardy being the leader of the Woken cult, perhaps, and yeah. Hardy joining that, maybe? Not Hardy, um, yeah. Wyatt joining Wyatt, that. Yeah. That's, that's yeah. Maybe. Uh, and then you could have, like, a little Woken stable. Yeah, with uh, with Shelton Benjamin and Senor Benjamin as well, the Benjamin brothers. Oh. <laughs> I can't wait to see Senor Benjamin again. I, I hope I really hope they do a backstage skit where he bumps into Shelton and pretends he's his long lost son. <laughs> I want to see King Maxwell again. Ah, yeah, uh, who can he beat? Uh, bring... Ellsworth's gone, so that's out. They'll bring back Rich Swan to job to Maxwell on his way out. <laughs> Maxwell. <laughs> Should bring back Maxwell. Hornswoggle for that. Yeah. <laughs> can you a Maxwell, he's not an R and B singer from the nineties. <laughs> Cool. So, where do we see this rivalry, this feud going? Do I mean obviously Hardy's going to go over? 
that's already I, been decided. So I hope so. Damn well, I hope so. But um, but yeah, Hardy wins it, and what is in Hardy's future, God only knows. Because what happens after Bray? Yeah, I mean, Raw haven't got a pay per view in December, have they? It's only Clash of Champions, no. which is SmackDown Live. Yeah. So then it's Royal Rumble, isn't it? And then it's Royal yeah. Rumble. Do we? Yeah, the Royal Rumble. Feud lasting until Royal Rumble. Yes. Uh, yeah, I think it'll finish. Yeah. At, I think it'll finish at Rumble. I don't think it'll finish at the Rumble. I don't think it. I don't think because it's the, the Rumble is a joint cross promotion pay per view, so it's got to have. I don't think. I don't think this is anything more than a mid level feud, which won't see its way onto the Rumble. I can see it dragging itself out until the next Raw pay per view, which isn't until February. It's possible. Uh, see, here's my here's my point. Yeah. I th- I think they'll drag it out that long. Well, I was just going to say, who's a higher marquee name right now? Like, even though he does job out all the time or whatever, who's a higher marquee name that Hardy could possibly feud with and have a singles match with at the Rumble that you could see other than Wyatt? Jeff's not back to April, apparently. No. I guess the natural one for me would be after Breyer's Finn Balor. And and Demon Demon Finn versus Woken Matt. Yeah, but they want you want Woken Matt to win at Royal Rumble. Oh you yeah, to, yeah. So we, it can't be that because he can't. I mean, you got to have Finn win at the Rumble. You, you would imagine, or have him be in the Rumble, have him win the yeah. Rumble. Please not have Finn win the Rumble. Yeah, like, I don't please. He won't. He's not going to win. They're they're apparently going well off of him, aren't they? I think it's Nakamura, isn't it? Nakamura is the name I've I've heard, which would be an interesting one. Leading to, I think they're looking to lead up to him versus AJ, aren't they, for the for the WrestleMania match that everyone wants to see. Yeah. Um, yeah. But but not as the main event. No, it, it, you know, it's it's kind of to keep people happy. I think it's that uh, keep people happy while we shove Roman versus Brock down your throats again. I think it's their way of avoiding another Finn Balor AJ Styles feud. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Or, or a match because they've not feuded yet, have they? In WWE, they've only had that one match. Not. Yeah. Not so officially. Yeah. Vince obviously isn't big on the Bullet Club or the Club or anything to do with that indie scene previously. Yeah, I think we'll see that at all. We're gonna keep um, as far away from that as possible. So by integrating Nakamura against Styles, that's a way of getting the indie marks over without having. You know, the- <laughs> Me? Yeah. Oh well. Shout out Starbucks for uh, endorsing me. And also shout out uh, coconut oil. If you want your beard to look like this, coconut oil. That Enzo stunt double. I don't know what you guys are talking about. <laughs> coconut oil, Starbucks. So Back to you. We're obviously going to see Woken Hardy again on Monday. Do we think we're going to yep. see him wrestle, or do we think it's going to be another promo? Yeah, I reckon I it'll be promos for a while. Yeah, I think I think they're going to drag this one out for a while. Um, just promo in, maybe a live promo. I could see him. Uh, I could see him wrestling just like a smaller type person, or maybe Bray's going to wrestle some kind of person or whatever. And then at the end of the match or towards the end of the match, it'll be. One of those things they usually do with lights go out, then all of a sudden the on the big screen or whatever they come in and there's a video promo cut on them 
match or something yeah. like that. You know what I mean? It'll be something like that. One of yeah, them will yeah. have a match, and then their match will be interrupted by the other one. Mark it in your name. Mark it in your books, you marks. You filthy freaking marks. <laughs> yeah, that, that sounds like it. That sounds like a good one. Yep. Yeah. What was your subject, man? So it is uh, Rusev. I mean, are they called Rusev Day? Is, is that what they're being called? Rusev yeah, Day. Uh, happy Rusev Day to all of you, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so, uh, good brothers. Rusev and uh, English um, in the Clash of Champions tag match. So, I, I'm a so little bit disappointed now. by that, if I'm Ooh. honest. Because well, I thought that who match. Was in the match? Uh, so, Sean uh, Benjamin and Chad Gable. American Beta. American Beta. Um, yeah. Uh, New Day. The Usos. Usos, New Day. The New and Day. Rusev Day. Rusev Day, yeah. I, I, wow. I was really. Like, I'm not. I do like Rusev, but I was really enjoyed. Like, look forward to that match because I thought uh, Usos, New Day, and, and American Beta, that's going to be a hell of a tag team match. I, I don't see how Rusev and English mix in with those guys. Like for a high paced, high intensity match, but yep. I am glad that Rusev's getting on a pay per view. That must be said. I mean, I yeah. need to order my Rusev shirt, uh, the Rusev Day shirt. I need to have that. That is an awesome shirt. I'm so glad. You look like a Rusev guy. I celebrate Rusev Day every day. I'm also a Rusev guy. I love Ruru. So you should. I love Lana's husband. Do you love Lana's husband more than Lana? Don't be, don't be foolish. <laughs> well, well, I don't know. You know. I feel like I feel like Rusev is really hindered creatively because the guy is entertaining as hell oh, yeah. on Twitter. He's funny. Like, He's hilarious. He is literally off the charts. Um, and I feel like they really have held him back because he is. I mean, he was getting such a push, and then it just kind of stopped. Because yeah. he cut his hair. Yeah, and and he got he actually got engaged. WWE just don't like people actually being happy in their outside lives. And he put he put boots on as well. That that must have helped. You know. I think wasn't yeah. that though because like, he broke his ankle or something. He did break his ankle. Yeah, he had a logical reason for it, but it still ruined the aura. He was a man with no shoes. One of my favorite promos from back in NXT was Enzo and Cass when they were talking about. Alexander Rusev coming out there with no shoes on his feet <laughs> and talking about how his mother would be ashamed of him for coming out there and wrestling with no It was so funny. Definitely go back and watch that. It's a gem. I'll have a look. Yeah. Yeah. It was big cat. It was no, big no, cat. No, no. It. it was great. <laughs> <laughs> I'm quite pleased that they're included in the match personally because um, I think it's long overdue for Rusev. Rusev is yeah. uh, so underrated. Um, <coughs> he did a fantastic job as the United States champion. Um, I think he had a great run as the US champ. Um, I'd like to see him have another solo um, championship run. Um, I'm, I'm pleased um, and I think it kind of levels the match a bit. Rather than it being all high spots, perhaps we'll have a bit yeah. more in, in ring work, some more technical work. Um, well, there's Big E and Rusev. There is Big E. I want to see that. Yeah, I, I, oh, I think it could be quite a good confrontation. 
I think Big E could get a singles push. Honestly, I think he's. I, I yeah, I I completely agree with that. That on that new the new day subject. I mean, Big E, uh, he's full of charisma, ability. He he is like Vince McMahon's wet dream. I mean, yeah. he he's he's naturally like jacked. He's you know he's athletic. He can wrestle. I mean, and he's uh, your uncle and your daddy. And exactly. Um, so uh, he, I can't. I I'm quite surprised that it's gone this far without him getting his, his individual push. Yeah, I mean he could still be in New Day, still be a part of the tag team, and go after a singles title. Yeah, I mean there's three of them. I didn't like Big E when he was having his hill spot with Ziggler. Um, I wasn't no. a fan of him then. But he was just, he was a lackey, wasn't he? You know? Yeah, but now he's more he's of himself. Big. He's like, a, he's really just himself. You know, his yeah. personality's really coming across. He's like a big, goofy, funny guy. Yeah. Yeah, but he's uh, also a powerhouse. How he manages to smuggle so many pancakes down his... Uh, down his uh, that, that's kind of grim. I mean, I've got to say, that is... He 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 gets pan- he got pancakes out and then the Usos ate him, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> ate them. Sorry, the pancakes. He walked down to the ring in his cross. It is hilarious to watch the New Day come out and uh, pour a giant pancake over a little kid's head, though. Yeah. I mean, that's <laughs> the enjoyment a man can get out of that. Yeah. But, yeah. but, I mean, who do you see coming out on top for that match? Do you think? You, uh, it'll be the New Day again. Really? Uh, I think. Yeah, I reckon. I, I think. I think the Usos. I want. I want American Beta. I've got to say, I'm. I'm. I. I love Shelton Benjamin. I'm so glad to see him back in the WWE. And Chad Gable is talented as hell. So even if they are a rip off American Alpha, who are a rip off of the world's greatest tag team, who are a rip off of the last black and white guy that wrestled as a tag team together, <laughs> that, <laughs> that, that was casual. Which is Ebony and Ivory. Definitely the best tag team in the WWE right now. I'd put them over the New Day any day. Oh, hands down. Really? Yeah. yeah, without a doubt. Without a doubt. I mean, I like the New Day, um, hmm. but I think New Day are in risk of becoming um, as forced down people's throats as Roman was. Um, yeah. I think mm-hmm. that's going to turn people off the New Day. I think keep them in a title picture, hmm. but let them fade away and do some mid-card stuff. Um, let them have, you know, break off and do a bit of singles. Much like uh, the Shield has done, where you know Roman's gone off to get the Inter- uh, Intercontinental Championship, and the other guys have gone to get the uh, tag team. I think, yeah. you know, don't split up the stable, but give them a chance to do a bit of solo I, work as well. I think that'll work. I think well. Slug's right. Yeah, I think I think throw yeah. throw uh, throw Biggie, not throw him out, but Biggie stay. They stay as a stable. Biggie goes after the um, what's the one on? Is it US title that's on SmackDown? Have, have, have Xavier Woods and Kofi stay around the tag team title scene, but not in it. Like you know, there's been enough Usos versus New Day for a while now. Um, have them around it. Have them having matches because they are still got the name value. But kind of use the New Day Big now. E to, yeah, now have the New Day to propel Big E onto a singles push. I think they should use that more so. Yeah, I mean, also. Go on, I was just going to say, I think it's quite curious that uh, you seem super over on uh, the Usos, Anarchist. You know who else was super over? Was 
one of those guys that uh, kidnapped me and held me hostage. Mm. And I still don't know who that was. Yeah, so, first of all, I'm not American, so hmm. it couldn't have been me. Uh, <laughs> that means so I missed, nothing I missed, to me. I, I missed the, the uh, conversation then. What, what was happening? Sorry. So, uh, Slug was just accusing me of being... <laughs> flying to America. <laughs> What, what he was also, he was, he was also, five, and you look a little bit smarter than that, but, you know, I'm not, I'm not accusing, I'm just saying, man, it's just, I'm just, it's just weird. Like to, me, um, to be honest, though, I mean, you have more hair than they did. Yeah. So, I mean, unless, I, I don't know, I mean, I don't know. How you that was just the one, the other guy. locks that quick. Yeah. Yeah. It looks like you definitely deep condition that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then he, I mean, the attempt at it. He may not have been one hey. of the guys. Hey, coconut oil. He may, I'm telling you, know. that coconut oil right in the top, man. You'd fucking love it. <laughs> I do want to say this about the uh, tag team uh, match, though. It will be match of the night, calling it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Hands, hands down. Yep. Yeah. Um, I definitely see that. Mark that in your books, too, you marks. I don't, I don't think the... I think Dude, the Usos... Bang! The Usos have pretty much been match of the night on every pay-per-view they've been in this, this year. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I know that AJ Styles... Is, uh, other than AJ Styles, I think the Usos are the most consistent performers in the WWE this year. Mm-hmm. Um, like, hands down, uh, you'd struggle to find a bad Uso match since the brand split. Yeah, yeah really I agree. Really since, they themselves heel. And, since they turned heel, yeah. they've been great. So As soon as that brand split happened, and, and that's one of the things, you know that um, talking smack, that big thing about how that was taken off the air, the, that, that is the whole reason that the Usos are over, because they were allowed to get their personality out, they were allowed to be yeah. themselves, yeah. and then and they pushed like that into their heel thing, and they, they, they pushed it, and that's how they became how they were. That's how the Miz broke out, and, and for some reason Vince was against it, because he obviously doesn't like people creating their own characters or something. They remind me of their cousins, honestly, over in uh, New Japan, G.O.D. Just like yeah. a lighter, more, you know, PG version, obviously, because you can't be like G.O.D. over in the WWE. But still, they're obviously a more talented version. But, uh, yeah, they're just like some straight thugs. I mean, the Uso Penitentiary, I wouldn't want to go. You get some oh, you've been, you, You've been. <laughs> we don't need to talk about that. <laughs> False imprisonment and whatnot. (laughs) (laughs) Moving on. You're bound to get some decent spots out of an Uso match, uh, just like you are with the New Day. Yeah. Um, Yeah. The fact that the two of them are in there with Benjamin and... um, American Beta. American Beta. (laughs) Chad Gable. I think it's it's bound to be a good match. And the involvement of Aiden English... Rusev Day. I think we'll, we'll... ground the match a little bit so we'll see a little bit more in the ring rather than it being uh, over the top rope. Um, I think yep. I think it's going to be a solid match from start to finish. Uh, but I just, just, just a quick mention on him. Aiden English is a severely underrated wrestler as well. I mean, he's yes, he he's a hell of a character and it's got some damn good charisma on him as well. He so he, he, he deserves a mention. He, 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 Great he, singer. He's yeah, he's, he's talent. Oh, he's a talent. It's not. It's not everyone's cup of tea, but it, it's, it's. You've got to admit, there's some talent there. So Elias or English as a sing-off, who's going to win? <laughs> Elias, hands down. 
Uh, Elias, as long as he has the Miztourage doing the fake harmonicas in the background. <laughs> I tell you what, they when uh, when I was in London and they sung Wonderwall, it was actually pretty good. Like I, I'd I'd rather walk with Elias if I'm honest. Oh no. It's Rusev Day. I mean, I'm not going to even try and do it in his voice, but, uh, you know. <laughs> it's, it's Rusev Day! <laughs> <laughs> uh, the dog was trying to get in on a duet. After we finish this, I'm going to cut that down just to that little segment of you singing. I'm going to save it. And it's going to be my ringtone, man. That's, it's going to be bad. But, um... You're welcome. <laughs> Right, let's let's move on to the, the last subject. So, what was uh, your subject, man? Oh, okay. So finally, we get to the much talked about house show in India. They've been building towards this for months. They had, uh, what's his face, uh, the Maharaja carrying the Mahal for so yeah, Jinder Mahal for so long, just for these India dates, and they cut it down to one date. He wrestles Triple H in a massive, the biggest uh, main event in India's history. And he obviously beats Jinder Mahal in his own country. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, this is hilarious. This is WWE working at its finest. Obviously, I mean, they have a tradition of... No, when, they announced, <laughs> no. when they announced when they announced Triple H as the opponent, how, no, there was no other a call. But 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 I mean, what was the point? Why have we been watching Jinder Mahal for, for freaking six months as WWE champion? I mean, here's my thing: Jinder's fine as a wrestler, but when you have somebody carrying the main title for your show, they have to put on main event matches. He's putting on pre-show. And just mundane matches. You can't have him as your champion right now. Yeah, yeah. Well, Not for that. Are, are you are you hindering Jinder? Yeah, <laughs> don't hinder the Jinder. Yeah, I'm um, hindering him. I, mean, I hope you get kidnapped again. I can think of Jinder Mahal <laughs> being involved in was his championship match with AJ Styles in Manchester. In the, uh, yeah, and we yeah, all know AJ Styles. AJ Styles could take. Uh, AJ Styles could take a three-year-old to a to a five-star match. And to be fair, I mean AJ pretty much forced the match to be. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Jinder's competent. He can do stuff in ring. He's a good wrestler, but he's yeah. not a main event guy. Uh, he, he's yeah. Uh, did he's, did he's, you he's, see? He's, the, a, he's an average. He's an he's a, a mid. He's an average mid carder. The problem was is that you can't take a jobber and make him number one contender in a week. <laughs> so it, it was it was doomed from the start. You you build up people. But the guy, the guy, who, what was it? One week he jobbed in a in a like a mid card match, and then the next week he won that number one contender fatal four way, and then won the title. And yep. and they they kind of wanted to build him up while he had the title, and that was never going to work. Like, yeah. and and they, I think they, it took them until the point that they were booking Brock Lesnar versus Jinder Mahal for them to go. We can't have anything other than a squash, and if we have a squash, the title looks bad, and that's why the, yeah. the switch happened. Because the truth is, if Jinder had done anything but uh, that had jobbed straight up to Brock, Brock looked weak. And if, yeah. if they had done, and if they'd done anything but that, Jinder Mahal looked the title looked weak because he's the champion. Yeah, I think the it's, main reason that Mahal got dropped from that championship match against uh, Brock Lesnar was specifically because of Heyman's promo. He completely buried him. Yeah, um, he did, yeah. Up to Survivor Series, and it had creative going, 
Whoa, uh, we yeah. might have a problem here. Uh, <laughs> well, I think we're going to need to make some changes. But Heyman is, I think, in my opinion, the sole reason that uh, Mahal got dropped from that match. The flip, the flip in the one week that that happened, though, was crazy. Like that, they went. The Heyman's promo against Jinder was, was, like you said, it buried him. Absolutely. But the one the week after, and what he did towards the build-up with AJ Styles, he did absolutely nothing but put over AJ as the greatest worker in the world. And don't get me wrong, that's not right. Um, that is right. He's one hundred percent correct for, for now. But, but why, why the flip? Why going from burying his Brock's opponent to completely building them up? Surely. Heyman had something in that because I don't think Heyman would bury a guy unless told to. If I'm wrong. He, he buried him because of the impact it would have on Brock. Yeah. Because at the end of oh. the day, Brock versus Mahal is not a main event draw. Um, no. I mean, Heyman will argue till he's blue in the face that anything with Brock Lesnar in is going to be a main event draw. And nine times out of ten, he's right. But when you've got him facing pretty much a um, glamoured up jobber, it's not going to be a main event no. caliber match. Um, so it, it was it was doomed from the start when it was scheduled. Um, yeah. Why they decided to then put them one against the other in a promo battle on their respective shows, I don't know. Uh, because Mahal just come out giving it the digging and looking like a complete and utter tool who you know was all mad. Um, mm-hmm. And obviously led to Heyman coming out, completely burying him, him getting dropped from the match. Uh, and AJ and Brock actually pushing on a pretty decent match considering Brock's usual uh, ring work is uh, oh, I thought it was a fantastic match followed by an F5 yeah. ring. so you know I thought the match calibre was quite a good match I thought yeah. it was a fantastic match yeah. to be honest like you said I mean, it wasn't a five-star wrestling classic, but in terms of Brock Lesnar, it is the first time in this Brock Lesnar era, the first time since 2002, that Brock Lesnar looked like he wanted to be in the ring. And we all know he doesn't. We all know he's only in the WWE. He's in the WWE to pick up a paycheck, and he is. He openly admits to that. You know, he's offered eight million quid a year to do five, ten dates. He's he's laughing his ass off to the bank. Um, he doesn't want to be a wrestler, but. This was the first time that I saw that spark, that Brock Lesnar spark that he had in the early 2000s where he wanted to wrestle. You know, he was, he was enjoying putting on classic matches with Kurt Angle and The Undertaker back in that original run. And this was the first time that I genuinely thought Brock Lesnar is enjoying being in a WWE ring I mean, again. Not just that, but this is the first time I think I genuinely saw him try to sell. I've yeah. Not oh, yeah, he sell. sold for it. A car crusher. Yeah, I mean, he... That's that was the great. first time we've seen Lesnar do anything like that. Um, certainly since his, his recent, you know. Uh, his do you think? I don't know. His match against CM Punk, like mm. to me, I, I think that was one of his best matches, other than the one with AJ Styles. Like his match with Punk and uh, um, Mania, what well, it was, wasn't it? Mania. Yeah. No, I think Sum- yeah. SummerSlam wasn't it? Was it well, SummerSlam? That's right. Yeah, yeah. Like, it was perfect. Like I mean, yeah. it was the, that. Other than that. I've never seen him do anything other than with AJ Styles, other than no, the suplexes. It, it, the, the, the whole build-up to that AJ Styles match, the, the build-up and the execution, I genuinely thought saw Brock Lesnar and Paul Heyman both 
have so much respect for AJ Styles, yeah. which is just something that they don't do with other people. With anyone else in that company, they just show up, they collect their paycheck, they throw them around and do what Vince tells them to do. I almost get the feeling that Heyman and Brock went, look, we're going to make AJ Styles look good. Yeah. Like They literally sat there and went, this guy is ability, this guy is carrying the WWE for the next five years, let's put him over as much as we can. Yeah. Do you know why I think it also was as good as it is? Because there wasn't the build-up was for Jinder, and then literally it was swapped, like we said, at last minute, and it was AJ. So I yeah. don't think they had enough time to talk on the mic. So they done all their talking in the ring. Yeah. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Because it was phys- it was more physical. So I think that's the reason Brock done stuff, and because of that, it worked even better. Because there was not as much interaction. So I think that not having interaction was better for Brock. Yeah, it, it worked because because they only had one week of build up after AJ won the yeah. title, and um, and all of that build up for the one week on both shows was them both showing each other respect, which worked exactly. for one week. If that had been going on for a month, like the Jinder Mahal promos had, and every single week they came out and you know verbally sucked each other off, you'd get bored of it after a few <laughs> weeks. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's a dark turn, didn't it? I said I said it might get X rated, but man. Oh damn. Yeah. I mean Jinder is, is this is yeah, is this the end of Jinder? Do you, do, we, do we think this is the end of, of the nah. Ma- modern name Maharaja? As the champion, I yeah. I can see him taking the title back from AJ at Clash of Champions. Oh, that would that would that would be it, the worst thing. But I see it happening. I see him having it because they're still they're still teasing Cena's seventeenth title run and taking it from um, from Mahal at WrestleMania. So yeah, you know, I think there's a possibility. I think the decision will really happen on the night and what the outcome will be. Um, I don't think they'll book it in advance. I think it will be one of those last minute. Let's see who's available in the future and we'll base our decision on that. But I, I, I see there being a possibility of them taking the title back. How the how though? Here's my point: is that they had the, the whole title run has been Jinder being backed up by the Singh brothers. Every match he has won because of the Singh brothers. He's got rid of the Singh brothers. Are they now saying that suddenly he's got rid of the Singh brothers? Yeah, he got a. Uh, they've been showing up uh, with them at uh, recent house shows though. Absolutely. Oh, has he? Yeah, ever since oh, okay. he, he took them out, and then could... they, they were since we're back with them. I could be wrong, but yeah, on on SmackDown he, he took them out, didn't he? he did, so I mean, we'll see we'll see on SmackDown if they are still a, a cohesive a unit yeah. or whatever. Um, I'm just saying I have seen since then at house shows that they have still been coming out with them. I mean, yeah, like what, this could be I, an opportunity for Mahal to be a legitimate threat, you know, rather than him taking the easy way out or the Baron Corbin way out, if you like to call it that. Uh, I do because mm-hmm. he's terrible. Uh, but moving on. Oh, yes. um, Bald werewolf. This, they yeah. use this as an opportunity for Mahal to actually be a credible opponent for AJ Styles to be a legitimate title holder. It might help to get him over slightly. I mean, as over as you could possibly be being an American hating superstar. Um, you know, it's, it's not going to be something that plays to the crowd, but. In terms of him being over as a hill, he could be a credible yeah. hill. 
Yeah, making making him seem like a credible champion yeah. because because he, even to this day he's still just the job a champion. Yeah. He, he will he will always go down and fought in history. Even if his title run was good, he will always go down as one of the worst WWE champions in history for that first run. You know, uh, in my opinion, I think he's beaten Bray Wyatt. Um, Everybody's beaten Bray Wyatt. Yeah, I think <laughs> takes the post is worst. WWE champion of all time, personally. Buzzard will probably hate me for it, but, you know, I... Well, he's not here, is he? He's not. He's <laughs> not. He, he couldn't be here today, could he? So, you know... No. Um, maybe next oh. time. But, yeah, maybe. I, mean, I, I don't see him being the worst WWE champion of all time. Um, he's definitely not the most... No, not the worst. It, I think he's in the category. Like, you think, like, in terms of world champions, have there been more? Like, has there been more of a jobber world champion? Someone that has literally gone from being a jobber to being the world champion in in a short space of time. Well, no. It's, it's, never... I'm, I'm sure it's no. just Mahal. Yeah, I, don't think yeah been I, like I can't. I can't think anyone's been booked to be a jobber and then literally they've sat down in a meeting room one week and gone, do you know what, screw it, next guy, next week, this guy's a number one contender. There's, there's yeah, I think reverse, he... um, yeah. You know, bookings like that, but never, yeah. <laughs> never from jobber to world champion in the space of a week. That's a yeah. um, But you never know, this might be the, the beginning of a trend. We might see Kurt Hawkins overcoming his... Oh, stop it. <laughs> stop it. Stop it, stop it. It's, it's, hey, it's, I, yeah. I can't stand him. I hate him with a passion. Kurt, Kurt Hawkins' first win for ever how many years will be the Royal Rumble. Yeah. You heard it here first. Oh, Young Marks. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think that would just be enough to shut WWE off for the rest yeah. of the year. Um, but, you know, it could happen. With the way things are being put recently, you just don't know anymore, do you? If that happens, I'm going to go and start watching Impact. That is, that is, I know fun. Hawkins winning the Royal Rumble was a bit extreme, but Seckles, so you, you've gone a step too far, <laughs> here, my friend. No, no. <laughs> if Hawkins wins the Rumble, I'm watching Impact, and that's it. Uh, I mean, dumpster fires are always fun to watch for a little bit. <laughs> well, uh, I'm calling it here. By the end of the year, Alberto Del Rio will do coke live on Impact Wrestling. <laughs> He'll just, he'll just cut out the middleman and just come out live on screen and do it off the top. <laughs> uh, well, you heard it here first, guys. <laughs> it happens. You can blame the master for that. Um, you never know, but... Yeah. Have, have you guys got anything else you want to get... Take that up with him, Alberto. But I just want to know when when you said like the end of the year. I mean, we're in December, so do you mean the end of? Is it next year? Do you um, want about yeah? Yeah, we'll give him twelve months. I'll give him twelve oh, okay, months. Okay, that's fair enough. Yeah, considering the Royal Rumble isn't until January, you know, we've got next year. So yeah, you know, that, that's uh, kind of where I'm scoping it. You know, January to December next year. So we'll see. Yeah. We'll see. <laughs> so you guys got anything else for today, or is that it? No, we just want to plug our um. Yeah. I'd say I would like to say everybody go to YouTube page right now. Go subscribe. Go like everything there. Being the Marks 2, episode 2 is up. I was captured. I'm now here. I need first help finding my action figure and finding out who it is. Was it Anarchist? If it is, I will fly out to London and I will <laughs> out of the little man. I don't care. Help me. That's all I want to say. Thank you, guys. So, help Slug find his doll. I think, I think Anarchist... Action figure. Anarchist, you're absolutely... 
You're absolutely fine. I think if he comes to London, he'll get done for terrorism with that beard in the five minutes. <laughs> There's a lumberjack beard, if anything. But, um, yeah, so... <laughs> Luscious. Um, yeah, so we have a few things to follow us. So facebook.com forward slash p4wrestling, uh, twitter.com forward slash p4wrestling, uh, Instagram is passion for underscore wrestling, and the YouTube is passion for wrestling, all one word. The and the four, the just the number four. Yeah, number four. We're in the corners of the screen, guys, to so check them out. And, uh, you know, make sure you keep up to date. Do a little slug rule there. And, uh, Just yeah, look, Chuck. We'll get another podcast out to you next week. Um, and we'll what about a little shimmy? <laughs> yeah, shimmy? Yeah, give us a shimmy. Give us a give shimmy. Give us a shimmy. Give us a shimmy. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's enough for today. Yeah. Uh, I might not be making an appearance next week. Uh, you give the people what they want. Well, yeah. If it kicks off, I'll do it every week. But, um, we'll, we'll see what happens. No, you, you've started it now. You can't stop. Okay. Yeah. Shimmy, that's, shimmy, that's, yeah. That's, no, you can't. You have to carry on. I can stop it. Shimmy, so, shimmy, yeah. Yeah. But, uh, thanks for joining me today. Give guys. me them. Uh, let me say, check out all Any the time. pages. They're all in the top corners. Uh, thanks to you three for joining me. And uh, catch you guys later. Yes, Peace. Yeah. All right, too sweet. Too sweet. <laughs>